We gonna go in on it one time and tell you a little bit about it, man. Hey, bitch bone bugger bitch. Straight off the top with the bitch bone bugger bitch. Take all your money, you a bitch bone bugger bitch. Fuck your girl, you a bitch bone bugger bitch. A bugger bitch, bitch bone bugger bitch. Top the top with the bitch bone bugger bitch. Take all your money, you a bitch bone bugger bitch. Fuck your girl. Backwards. Best in going. Backwards. Oh, the backwards. <laughs> what? No peach game? <laughs> At the motherfucking the honey bourbon backwards. Wow! Wow! Sick! I got yeah. I got some delicious bourbon salt and pepper as a birthday gift from a friend, and I will say anything that's like flavored with bourbon is just fucking sick. I'm also Blimey. drinking. Boom! Nailed it. Now yep. Wow, you can hear the pour spout. That's a profesh pour. I gotta, I gotta control the intake. No. <laughs> I know, hey, but you know, when when you're good at what you do, oh, that's a sick fucking hoodie, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely betting right now, obviously. Obviously. You know, could be worse. You could be Patrick Corbin. Gave him 10 runs in the two innings. So. Bishka. Oh, I'm gonna get it done. <laughs> then on the Nationals, minus one and a half. So uh, that's looking cooked. I got to get that one off in a second. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least the Yankees couldn't lose today. So that's fun. That's nice. Yeah, they fucking suck. The fucking motherfucking eyes. The, the, the Yankees are 3-0 and when I bet on them. Come on. There you go. Bet the fucking... <laughs> bet you need to bet on them more. Yeah. 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 So only three wins they <laughs> got. <laughs> They're all, yeah. also, they're also, I'm also three and zero betting against them too. So, wow, I'm so mad I haven't faded them. I should be fading the fuck out of them right now. Yeah, I was betting Blue Jays, and like I bet Blue Jays the Ryu game. That was easy money. I'm gonna bet Rays every time the fucking Yankees play them too because we cannot beat the Rays for the fuck, shit. It's because the Rays actually want to be there and want to play and like care about winning and shit. Like I'm one of the Yankees. They're like, all right, I'm just here to like swing and then like feel a little bit, I guess, and then I'm gonna walk away. It's like, dude. The Rays are also probably so hot that their stadium is just filled with Yankee fans. They're just so pissed. Yeah. They're like, this was your fucking home game for us. What is this? Yeah, they're probably, yeah, that's what I would do. I'd be like, I just want to make these, I want to hear booze. Like, I want to make these motherfuckers cry. <laughs> Got to get that bulletin board somehow. All right, I don't know where the fuck toast is. Should we start? I'm ready to start. Yeah. It doesn't really matter yeah, that Toast yeah. isn't here because Toast specifically requested that I get a new co-host today because he wanted to be in the guest seat. So I did that. Welcome to Shut Up Stein. It's your boy Stein. And I am joined by my stand-in co-host, Brian Winchester. Win, thank you for getting high while being on the air. I am literally just a placeholder. That's true. That's true. He's Best one of those, you know how like in chess when your pawn gets to the other side, you make it a queen? exactly what Winnie is right now I think that I think that analogy tracks yeah, the, that video to be sick yes. <laughs> and of course we are joined by special guest correspondent Jordan Jumpman Robles thank you for coming back my guy uh, you know uh, I'm over there I'm over here and uh, here we go uh, we've been doing a saga on this show that we like to call choose your weapon and we have done bats, we have done balls, we have done format, and now the only more macro thing that I can think of is to do fucking region. 
And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to amass a group of guys who have a reputation for playing for quite some time and also uh, in, in several different spots. And so including Toast, because I thought he was going to be here, I figured out that between us all, we've done Golden Stick, we've done U-Whiffs, we've done Wiffle Up, we've done Palisades, we've done Atlanta Wiffle, we've done NWLA, we've done Premier League Wiffle, we've done Maccabee events, really the only thing that we haven't done, uh, and of course Fast Plastic, the, uh, really the only thing we haven't done is like a Texas League or JAL, so I feel like we have good representation in terms of guys who have been to a variety of regions and so that we can even kind of talk about uh, the strengths and weaknesses of each region. So that's what I got planned. What do y'all think? That's a sick ashtray, by the way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Pretty sick, pretty sick. Inch, inch. So I don't know if Toast is ever going to show up. Maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he's experimenting with psychedelics again, but I want to just jump right I into our- fight eating out of something poor kid's pantry. Yeah, yeah he's stealing the fruit snacks. <laughs> Fuck it, never liked them. Undefeated, never lost. <laughs> Dogging on some poor kids' Oreos. <laughs> Dunkaroos. Ooh, Dunkaroos. Um, all right, I want to open just by asking, just, just so we have a place to start, what do you guys think the best region for whips is? Northeast, Southeast, West Side, um, Midwest. What, what are you guys, what are you guys feeling? When I say the word best, what's the region that comes to mind? What, 80% of the national championships I've played in have been in the Northeast, I think. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we're going to sound biased because we're from the Northeast, but it, yeah. like Winnie said, if you look at who's won um, in every wiffle ball player across the country, the most coveted national championship has been Fast Plastic, the, the GSWL Open, and now you with all of those national championships are primarily won by Northeast teams, you know, like, and not, you can say that we may not have the greatest player, even if you want to say that, which obviously I would, we would all argue the depth of talent that we have is, you know, like unparalleled. The, the amount of good teams and players you have in the state of Massachusetts alone is, is absurd, you know, and we're not even talking New York or Connecticut. So there's just so many good teams, good players here, which um, I hope these other regions, you know, grow. I would still say like they're just in the beginning stages where we were in 09. So hopefully they uh, sure. they grow and they get more guys. Sure, sure, sure. And you know, I think I think we made a good point. It's not even about necessarily because like you could argue day and night like, oh, who is the better teams? Who produces the better players? But like in terms of like venue and like dudes who are here to organize the event in question, like I feel as though the Northeast has hosted the most amount of, cause like I think about like Wiffle Up where they would do those hundred team tournaments. Like that wasn't happening in other parts of the country. Certainly not with the frequency and, and, and uh, you know, replicability that it was happening there. Uh, so that's the first thing that, that I think of. Um, so, but I am obviously Greenwich Wiffle too. That's Greenwich, another thing. Greenwich like, is sick. An, Greenwich is sick. A sick tournament where like crazy prize pool, free food, and, and a hundred like sixty-four teams every year. I believe you Greenwich know, and, is the richest area in the country. Oh that, my like, god! Yeah. Like my my driving point for like the Northeast not isn't necessarily like talent because obviously there are a lot of talented players across the country who travel a lot to play. 
but you have to just see the consistent draws that the Northeast has. Most tournaments up around here wind up filling up and then they have to either make new rules and add more teams or cut it off. So, I mean, it's just the draws is and just like the depth and amount of players. Yeah. That's fair. And you could play every single weekend somewhere. If you live in the tri-state area like I do, there's a tournament, there's a league, there's somewhere where you can play. And, you know, right. I don't know if that's the same in the Midwest or in, in you know, like is. like you live in Utah. I will you say if I wanted to. You can't play could, all the time, right? If I wanted to drive to Vegas, they play four times a week. They're yeah. crazy. They are out but of their fucking mind. that's one style, you know? Like, we have yes. yard. We yes, got it's that, that, that's a very good point. We got Palisades. We got yeah. MAW. Like, there's so many options, which is great. I mean, any given off, even if it's an off week, you can send a group text and probably get a pickup game going. Right. Yeah. yeah AWAA right. opening day this weekend, actually. Albany, wow. New York. So, you know, going to be wow. in Albany this weekend. Does York that count as Northeast or is Albany technically more? I always think about Albany as more of a Midwest almost. Albany, I would say, is Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Albany is very much Canada. I went, yeah. Albany is Canadian. Not yeah. Midwest. Albany's North. <laughs> Albany's, I mean, uh, I guess I just think of it because, mid. like, the AWA like guys play in NWLA, so, like, that's what makes me think of yeah. that. They're, they're, yeah, they're, nah, they're, touching, they're touching dicks up there, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they're all Canadians, basically. They're all Canadians to me. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll throw that Tickle ball there. Tips. Tickling tips up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think in terms of, I mean, that, that first question is more of just, like, a formality. Like, in terms of diversity in terms of uh what's the word that i'm thinking of um fuck it starts with a p in terms of it just being like all around you it's pervasiveness that's what i was thinking of in terms of pervasiveness uh the northeast i think takes it down and i don't don't think too many people would argue about that um but of course with different regions comes different styles of play so I don't want to talk about format because we talked about that last time, but I do want to talk about um, presence. So, for example, like PLW, uh, there's not it's not that big in terms of people and it's only one league. But the presence that they have developed in their short period of time is very impressive. They've got, I think they're getting close to a thousand Twitch streamers. They just broke 10,000 followers on TikTok. Uh, They're posting regularly on every social media. So in terms of presence, where are you putting the various regions in terms of their ability to uh, reach out to the larger wiffle ball community? Who who do you think takes I mean, that title? Honestly, uh, sleeper pick uh, for presence. The wiffle tigers in Japan are like fifteen dudes max, yeah. and they have like ten k followers. It's like they also broke ten k followers on TikTok. I fucking dunked on Bob so hard. When that when he asked me if they're on TikTok and I showed him the screenshot and I was like, fuck yeah, they are. Shut the fuck up. That was a good moment for yeah. me. The fact that eight random dudes who are like I, I do not speak the same language with sold me a t-shirt halfway across the world. Yeah. It's fucking sick. That's that is fucking sick. That's a really good answer. That's a really good answer. I don't know, Jordan, what do you think? Um in terms of like reaching out to, to big players, you're saying like who can get people at tournaments or well i, I kind of want to make it about like who has the ear of the community because like if it's about like who's oh, the yeah, most yeah. popular that's mlw right they they still have the most followers yeah. but yeah, I mean, in terms of like the yeah. greater whiff community who's got the most 
outreach? Who's, who's touching the most penises? I feel like it's, um, I mean, you can say that there's been a Northeast player at every single, like, big tournament, you know, like, across the nation. Yeah, I, but you I could guess, also like, say, Jordan, you could also say that that player was you. <laughs> No, I mean, you got Packer, Avon, Tom Gannon. Tom Gannon was everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Cole, Jimmy Cole, Ryan Bush. Those guys played just as much, you know, as me. Yeah. And they've been doing the, the NWLA thing longer Adam Milstead? than I have. Adam Milstead. Milstead. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, you know? yeah, Millsy and his, and his team. So, like, I don't know. I don't even know if there is an answer to this question because, like, you just gave me a bunch of names that, like, are a conglomeration of guys from, like, the North, the Northeast, some Midwest guys you threw up in there. Um, I think that now that guys are kind of more collaborative, we're, we're going to see more of the Midwest guys coming to hang out. And I think that – I think hopefully we'll see some more Northeast guys go out there, but – you know, I know that as it stands right now, the Northeast guys really still aren't very much into the NWLA thing. So I don't, I don't know. Where do you guys, where do you guys view the the reach of the Midwest? Is it good? Is it not great? Where do you? Because I'm out of touch with them personally. I mean, I know none of those dudes. Uh, I'm going Fair. out with the uh, Golden Stick team just to, uh, you know, hang out with the boys and sure. try and take one down. But, sure. Um, it's obviously one of those things where anyone who enjoys the game of whiff ball obviously wants to play more whiffs. It's like you obviously see all the views and all the, the traction they're getting out there. So it's a big like spot of curiosity there where it's like, I want to see what they're doing out there. I want to see it for myself. So, I mean, it's um, not necessarily any like seeing any difference in things, but it's like high patch guys will travel. Obviously, we just mentioned a bunch of them. Right, right. Yeah. Sure. Um, one of the cool things, like you said, that now that we're collaborating, these Midwest guys come out, WSCM and Cam Smith's team are coming to MAW opening day next weekend. So they're flying wow. out from the Midwest for opening day, which I'm Sick. like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's because, lots okay, of so This is what I'm talking about. Which it's is like, sick. It used to the be. The ball's rolling that, now. Yeah. Because like it used to be like if you didn't have a strong Northeast presence at your event, you're your event wasn't going to be that good. But now because there's a little bit more reachability going around, we're seeing a lot more mixing of fluids and stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that continues. And of course, like the catalyst for all that is you whiffs. Um, I was just going to say that. Yeah. A lot of people so, really liked it. And how couldn't, how could you not enjoy that tournament and the yeah. rule set, the venue, like not only the venue and the presentation of it, but the rule set, it was simple. It's rule set easy to follow, strong. easy to learn. Yeah. Um, when you compare the rule set to NWLA, which is the style the Midwest guys have probably played, that's all they know. Sure. They probably enjoyed you with so much because there's none of the swinging bunts. There's none of the scrambles that come with nope. base running, you know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a truer game in a sense. And it, of course, it's closer to baseball in the way. What is, what's the mound at you with? Isn't it like 40 feet? At you with it's 48, 48 feet. No, 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 no. Oh, NWLA, yeah. you saying? Uh, I think it's 48 feet too. Oh, really? For, for some reason, I yeah. thought it was much closer. Okay, that's not as bad. If, if anything, it, if anything, it might be 45, but I'm pretty positive it's 48. Like, okay. yeah, it didn't seem closer when I was. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, that's the thing about UWIFs is like, yes, of course, it's like it's got its own specific format in terms of its scuff with big bats and there's no base running or umpires and like, okay, cool. But like you said, like there there are some holes in the rule book, of course, but. 
they're fixable and the rules are simple the rules all fit on just a couple of pages you know what i mean so you don't have a book you got a sheet uh and uh, i think that we got good representation from all across the country which leads me to the next thing i wanted to talk about which is probably the most cliche thing that we're going to talk about today which is uh who which region produces the superior product in terms of teams wins players etc and i think uwips is currently the only gauge that we have for that because in nwla you do not have the option to throw scuffed in the golden stick yard open you do not have the option to throw fast um whereas in uwips you do have all those options you can use a yard bat if you really fucking want to there are no holds barred in that format and so as we take as we think back on this past UFs, we saw good representation from the west coast and from the midwest and from the south in in the final 16 and in the elite eight and in the final four so with that said who's got the best uh, product in terms of region i mean this is gonna sound really corny and cheap but like practice makes perfect um guys <laughs> Obviously, proof is in the pudding. The guys who won are guys who have been playing for a long time. They play a lot, play a lot, in a lot of different formats. Um, could have, you know, it's anyone's game at a certain point because there are a lot of really talented teams at the top. But the suspects won. They are obviously a very well put together team. So, I mean, Northeast. I'm a Northeast guy, so I'm biased. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to answer this without sounding biased. But like, I, it's hard to even compare because one region plays one style we play a different style so like the midwest guys are in the infancy in terms of like their scuff playing abilities in the same side where we're in our infancy playing with base running yellow bat uncut uh -huh. like the NW nwla style so like uh -huh. it's hard to compare you know what i mean just who's a pure who who creates purely good whifflers like which region would create an average guy that would be successful in nwla and you if i would say more often than not it's gonna sound biased, but like, you know, the Northeast guy will be easy. If he played in Palisades, he's got experience with an unscuff. If you play anywhere, really, you still have the ability to throw an unscuff ball, although our style allows you to scuff. So they can easily adapt with that. They can throw the clean ball. It'd just be a matter of hitting with a yellow bat, which if you play yard, maybe you do that already, you know? So that it's easy to transition. We may not be the best, but we'll be able to compete. Okay. In that style, <clears throat> like an MMA fighter, I like. I feel like the Northeast like MMA. So an MMA fighter against the best boxer, he'll be able to survive and compete, you know. But a boxer against MMA, he's gonna get. Right. He's gonna get strength. Right. Like Mayweather versus McGregor, and like obviously, yeah. had they yeah. fought, we know it was gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Everybody they met knew. In a dark alley. Right. Yeah. Dark alley. McGregor wins, but in boxing, because it's different. Uh, Mayweather yeah. obviously wins that fight with very little effort. Um, I think that's. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty good point when you, when you break it down like that because if you want to talk about, like, guys who make deep runs and guys who make wins, of course you're going to see more Northeast guys in the Elite Eight and in the Final Four if for no other reason, simply because there's so many more Northeast teams playing in these tournaments, right? So if you've got a team, if you've got a tournament of 40 teams and 28 of them come from the Northeast, when you break that down to the Elite Eight, most of your team is probably going to come from the Northeast just based on, you know, statistics and probability. But I think when you think about it, like, who 
if if every region sent two or three teams to play in all the different formats who would be competing the most i do have to agree that it would probably be the northeast guys even though we just did that experiment in the fucking plw I mean, and got asked i mean <laughs> so i think it's also kind of all a, of them it's kind of yeah. a loaded question also because it's like you know like i'm a betting guy so like if I was to look at the board, like I see more value in betting on the Northeast team, but that doesn't mean that they're going to win. I just right. see value there. There's like, I'd rather put my money there. But like, obviously there are guys all across the country who can play great ball and who can take it down on any given day. So that's not like any disrespect to like any other regions. But if I'm going to put my money anywhere, you know, I, with my bias and all that, I will you know, bet on my guy. I got no I'm sorry, I'm not laughing mom. at you. Dogecoin just hit 21 and a half cents. <laughs> I'm fucking it rich, baby. Party. It's unreal. Let's it's go. Unreal. Wow, sick. Get to a dollar. Get it to a dollar. Come on. It's up 63% today. Are you kidding me? It's unreal. That's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, banana boy. land. Holy shit. Oh boy. Oh boy. Sorry to interrupt for that. I just thought that it was pretty important to, to mention. Um, Sorry, what were you saying, Winnie? Uh, I don't remember. I also don't remember. Start <laughs> uh, thinking about games. Start well, thinking about games. Games. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I think I think. Oh, I was, I was saying um, yeah, I was talking about like a guy like Flackney. Like uh -huh. Flackney, a lot of people don't know. He hasn't given up running nationals, but he's fucking legit. The guy's the guy's got some stuff. You know, he, yeah. he's real tough on the carpet. Like. He could beat any Northeast team, you know, with his sure. ability. If he surrounded himself with a good lineup, he could be a top of line ace. It's just he hasn't been exposed, you know, right. to like the audience here. But there's there's guys out there from every region that can compete with the best of anyone, anywhere, you know? Yeah. And I also think about but, like, I mean, even using myself as an example, it's like, okay, like who am I in the world of Golden State? I would describe myself as a slightly above average pitcher and a slightly below average hitter. Like that's how I would categorize myself. Uh, and I show up and play in PLW and I'm the, you know, top pitcher in the league, top hitter in the league. Uh, it's part of it is experience and part of it is just, you know what I mean? Like just having all of that knowledge and wiffle strength regardless of experience because these guys have been playing for years and years and years too but they haven't seen what i've seen you know what i mean so i show up and i on my worst night i still get like a walk off hit and throw a complete game shutout you know what i mean so it's like it's it's tough to i would like to see with the rumors swirling that norris is going to bring c4 to that july 4th tournament i would like to see what happens if that if him ty steffi and packer fucking show up like, I, I picture them putting everybody on notice. That's what I picture. But the rule set I mean, is so different, though. Like, th that's the other thing. Any, anyone can win with, with that style and format, you know? Yeah. I will say this, though Kevin Norris is a different creature. And yeah. he, I know yeah. for a fact he's played in a million unscuffed medium pitch tournaments. You know what I'm saying? The um, pink flamingo videos of him raking with the yellow. That's exactly what I'm saying. Those pink flamingo videos of like him and Handall just absolutely smushing everything. So it's like, I don't know. Like it might take them a game or two. Cause like, that's what happened with us. We lost our first two games. Well, you know, we lost because we deviated from the plan, but those first two games, the guys just needed a minute to like adjust. You threw the rules. 
What'd you say? You threw your ace. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. But uh <laughs> but I, I have a feeling that th there's a difference between someone like me or or like even like a Didio needing to adjust for a game or two versus a guy like Kevin or Ty. I think that that, that process looks a little bit different. You know what I mean? So yeah. especially with like everyone trying to beat them, I feel like that just makes them even better. Yeah. Like yeah when you piss them off, <clears> the first time they get like screwed over over a rule, they they just fucking go off. Also, that field has a jet stream to dead right field, so Packer would just be absolutely crushing. Every single thing he saw would be a home run. Yeah, I, yeah, I really, it sounds crazy, but I really don't doubt that, honestly. It's, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, like, look, it's a fucking sick format that they've got. I, I really like playing in it, but, uh, you know, the guys there, they just need more looks, man. They just need more looks, they need more time. And I believe that it would be very important for them to switch to uh, scuffed ball. I think that that would really make a huge difference in terms of. Look, if they played yard, they would love it. Like with the that's yard, what I'm saying. That's why set. I want it. That's why I want to get two, one or two teams down to the open so bad, so that they can see it. Because right now that they, they look at that, they're like, no, 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 I don't like that. Nobody would ever get a hit. And I try to explain them, like, no, you don't understand. It's actually easier to hit the scuff ball than the way other scuff ball. Much easier. Yeah. yeah. Hey, way, so, way easier. Yeah. Once that's what I'm trying to explain it. to them right now. And I think if we take some guys down there, it's the it's the same it's the same thing that we thought would happen with U Whips. You you get one or two Midwest teams, and now a bunch more want to come because of how fucking cool it was. So, yeah, they, one of them, WSM said on the MAW preview show, preview show, they adopted the UWIF rule set to their actual league because it just, it was fun to play. It makes fucking sense and it's easy to follow, you know? There, and there's no dumbass swinging gun oh. chaos, things like that. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, they, uh, like they, and all the UWIF guys did a great job, like being really thorough about the rule book. So they're, honestly, you realize how like every WIF event, there's always like one play that's like, everyone has their hand hands up in the air and they're like what the fuck just happened it's like yeah. i feel like i with that didn't there was no like iconic moment where there was like you have to go dig in the rule book and then argue with each other and figure out which side yeah there is no wood like, so. catching catching a fly ball running over the fence and it being a home run like in 2014 you know exactly. like That's shit tough. like that this can't happen yeah, so yeah. They, like you know they came together and they were super thorough man. there were really no holes in the, the rule book so like you know, props to Lanigan and crew that's good. And what the fuck? Oh, I got to decline that. I was getting a phone call. Um, that kind of leads into the last thing that I want to talk about today, which is uh, it involves rules. Uh, last time we talked about format, we really never, we really never get to talk about like what the superior format is. Um, now I know that there have been conflicts between Northeast players and Midwest rules. Uh, I know that there have been conflicts between West Coast players and Northeast rules. In terms of, I want to phrase this right, in terms of rule creation and enforcement, both of those things, which region is running the cleanest package? North, uh, Northeast, Southeast, Midwest, uh, West Side. Not, not who has the best rules, not who has the best format, I, but who in, I, in the context of their league, who's putting together the best package, the crispiest, cleanest prep package. Hmm. 
I I don't have a lot of experience with some of these other leagues, so it's like a tough question to answer for me. Because like, obviously I love my league, but I have my own criticisms about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not entirely sure. I, you know, I see the things on social media. So there are definitely some leagues that are doing a really great job <clears throat> promoting themselves. And it seems like a great place to play. But I just, I don't really have a real answer for you. <laughs> wow, that's tough. Jordan, can you pick him up? Like, yeah, like, so who enforces it? Like, who, what do you mean by enforces? Like, doesn't let you get away with bullshit? I guess, like, I'm. what I'm thinking about is, like, putting good rules together and then enforcing them. And also, if there are shitty rules, at least sticking to them or making modifications to them, you know, being willing to change it, that sort of thing. Yeah. So from, like, from the, would, the um... managerial level. Yeah, I mean, like, the people, I've played just about everywhere. I'm not as experienced playing in the Midwest. Like, I've done two NWA tournaments, so I'm not going to pretend to be an expert because yeah, I'm I mean, not that's there. that's more than but... me and Winnie combined, so. <laughs> yeah. You're the um, resident expert. Like, Lean into it. <laughs> I, I would say it's not the Northeast. I would say, like, the, the Cooks, um, MAW, like, they listen to the players. They Before they put anything in motion, they talk to the players, like, um, there's never any surprises. And like Winnie said earlier, there's never that play where everyone's like, what the fuck happened? And then two sides are arguing. It's an argument to the death. It, re- it really doesn't happen. didn't happen at UF. Like, they listen to the players. And I'm sure there's things, a million things that they talk to the players. They did the survey so that you guys could give them any feedback possible. And they're right. going to put those changes in motion, you know, for this next year. It's only going to get better, I feel like, because they adapt and they listen, like, a lot of people don't listen. They think their way is the best and it's right. fuck the players. I'm going to do what I want to do. And no one wins there. Like the owner doesn't win. The players don't win. And that's how shit collapses quick. That's a good point. So, so okay. So the Cooks are doing a real good job, but maybe there's some other unnamed players out in the Northeast that could uh, improve that are bringing that region down a little bit. Um, I got to say, you know, uh, I'll speak out on behalf of PLW, Maccabi, and JAL. There are some weird rules, no doubt. The five-second rule that PLW takes some getting used to. Um, the JAL one-pitch rule is complete insanity, in my opinion. But I will say that the the social media presence, the rule enforcement, the video the cleanliness of the fields and the overall synchronicity of their products might actually sway me to say that the West side is currently putting out a clean and crispy product, even if it might not be with the better players or in the preferred format. I don't know. That's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. (laughs) I mean, I would agree with you because they were, they're putting out like a pro level. It looks like an MLB broadcast. Yeah. On on a everyday basis, every time they stream, it's high quality stuff, multiple camera angles, replay, commentators, streakers, you know? <laughs> what fucking more could you ask for? And, you watch the and, finals of whiffs and you see some tits too, like sign me the fuck up. I subbed, you know, I was throwing some fucking bits around. Trying to see some titties. That's a very <laughs> good point. Yeah, I mean, in terms of crispiness of like leagues and uh, like rules and enforcing and like product. Um, I feel like a lot of like rules and standards for leagues are all upheld by the actual league itself and the players that contribute to it. So, so I mean, this is more of a testament to like player body and everything. So, oh, I, yeah. I don't. It's like wiffle ball is a gentleman's game. 
So I obviously, if you play a clean game, it's going to be against some guys who are going to play the game the right way against you. And you win or lose, like, you know, hey, good game. Like, there's no dispute about any, like, weird shit. No, like, yeah. calls that, there's, well. It's crazy that there's less disputes without umpires than with umpires. Like, with umpires, there's nothing but fucking arguments and disputes and, like, that. You leave games with, with a really bad taste in your mouth because umpire could blow a coal because there's no fucking idea about whip. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Why would you learn about whiff? Whiff doesn't need, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm the middle man. Yes. I'm yeah. the middle man. Never liked him. I never liked well, him. Well, I've said on exactly. this show, I think it's very important that, uh, oh my God, Dogecoin is at 0.24. What's happening right now? It's fucking Did Elon tweet? Did Elon tweet? I don't know, maybe. But, uh, no, no, no. It's I think. Fucking. That, I think that when it comes to the fucking. The umpiring, I've said it on this show before. Um, if an umpire is also a player in the league, that helps a lot because they care, they want to get it right, they already know the rules. And so that's what happens at PLW. That said, I was talking to the chief umpire who we've had on this show, Chad Phillips, and he was telling me, he was expressing that like a lot of the time, the umpire might not be the person equipped to make the best call maybe they didn't see it the way that they needed to see it or something like that and so i think eventually uh the role of the umpire in that league will decrease um just organically and naturally i could be wrong but i think that is probably what's going to happen so uh, i'm still if saying if you're arguing over a wiffle ball call like grow the fuck up you know yeah, grow the fuck grow up, the fuck, fuck up you got a serious mental fucking problem <laughs> if you're you know if you're lying about a wiffle ball call like, come on man like, holy shit at the end of the day it's a fucking kids game like come on yeah yeah <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna call that one i'm gonna say that that one goes to west coast and there's nobody here named Toast to tell me I'm wrong or to tell me to shut up. So I'm just going to say it, and that's going to be that. Uh, but on that note, I think we're good to end on that note. That's really all I wanted to get to. Northeast is the winner, obviously. Um, but, you know, we like to do these different formalities. And I think that if we did this show maybe this time next year, uh, we, we might have some more complicated discussions to have here. I think that things are going to start changing. I'm excited yeah. for it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, can't, can't wait to travel a little bit and see what those guys are doing out there. Sure. Yeah, think about how sick it would be if the Midwest hosted tournaments with our, our style. We could travel out there, have, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think, what, what, day of the week is that, what day of the week is that July 4th tournament on? Saturday. Okay. Oh, July 4th on a Saturday. Is I think, you know, I'm pretty sure it is. Jumpy, we make it a Vegas trip? You want oh, no, it's on Fuck Sunday. Isis. It's on Sunday. Just saying. Yeah, okay. I, I don't got shit to do. Once June 21st hits, the school year is done, and uh, I'm fucking free. I'm vaccinated. Uh, well, I don't I, give a shit about y'all shit. Y'all vaccinated. I got my fucking vacation fund, and I do want to go out to Vegas and play some whiffs, and then yeah. fucking hit the tables, and then make my money right back. Y'all. Fucking right. Sports betting. Fucking rolling nines all night on the oh. goddamn craps table. Undefeated, never lost. That would be fucking sick. And it's America's yeah. birthday. Yeah, somebody cool. send me the deets on this July 4th tourney, and uh, maybe I'll get something going. I'll be there, um, and I, I know Jordan will be there. And Shit, we yeah. may see C4. We're going to see some teams at that July 4th one. I mean, it sounds excellent. Right. And it's going to be there. They're definitely going to pop off with the food. I know that, you know, it's hard to get excited about vegan food, but they, they make some good shit, man. They make some good shit. I couldn't be vegan, but the food that they make there is good. has flavor to it. I like it. 
I feel like it's the future. Plant-based meals. It's way healthier for oh, people. Absolutely. Yeah. There is. It's better for the planet. Better for the planet. Yeah. Better for the don't oh god, if Coast was here right now, he'd be having a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, mate, I mean, I I, I want I wanna kill it and I wanna I, look it in the eyes as I eat. <laughs> I just understand the, the pros of a plant-based diet or that you know, right. lower your carbon emissions. You know, environmentalist, but I it's love the taste I don't of meat. Know. I will continue to eat meat. But I the mean, people who are, are eating meat, I respect you and yeah. I appreciate Humans are omnivores, so like you know, we could eat a plant-based diet. I like meat from a flavor standpoint a little bit too much. But yo, let me tell you this. If they come out with some of that beyond shit that tastes just like a fucking porterhouse, um, they're getting close. It's, they're getting there. The fast food level. I'll do they it. I'll make the switch. Level. If like you can match years, me on flavorness like... and juiciest, I don't give a fuck. I have no scruples. Yeah. No, right yeah. now they're at fast food level. In like two years, they're going to hit Applebee's level. And then right? after like maybe a handful <laughs> of that, that's that. We're getting Oh, I need we're Applebee's. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Bees is fucking life. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the show. Thank you to my temporary co-host, Brian Wynn. And of course, special guest correspondent, Jordan Roba. It's always a pleasure having you fellas on. Yeah, this is, this is powered by uh, Asbury Park bourbon and backwoods cigars. Yeah. Got a plug. Fuck the feds. OJ did it. Ah. Cool. Ah. I'm gonna probably hop on sack. You wanna, you wanna play some sack boy, will you? Uh, I will absolutely hop on sack boy. I'll, yeah, I'll do that. Let's see if we can get Kyle Buell on for some birthday wins. Jordan, if you have it, you should get sack boy. Game's fucking sick. Fuck his sack boy. It's, it's like, like big planet. Uh, it's like fall size, except you can smack people and you're you do you don't play with a bunch of faggots. I'm about to download it right now. So oh, yeah. yeah. About to download that. Fuck the fire. Just, it's like a it's like a puzzle game though. It's not quite like a race, it's like a puzzle. So it's like a co-op kinda it's, it's cool. Pretty fucking so wait, it's fucking sixty dollars. Yeah, but it's yeah. a really Pretty. good game. What the oh. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm about to throw that 60 on motherfucking Ethereum or dos. <laughs> Cash out so Cash. Real quick. Alright, well, I'm gonna be on PS4 either way, so I'll see you guys oh, there. Fucking pow. Pow. We go on to a house, but they put the creep on. He put the sneak on, we know got the sneak on. But they gone done with the bitch on my sleep song. They can run to buy on my heat on. Bitch, don't come at me. I rake your devil, boy. You will suddenly see. He's a pretty twat, but I'm not a good song.